Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally got the no more Kool-Aid in this house for any of you. Because it was like dad comes home from work, makes his goulash sandwich and like <laughs> pours a tall glass of Kool-Aid. And it's just sugar spoon would have sat straight up and it's <laughs> yeah. so sweet. That's $15 worth of sugar. <laughs> that was the thing. But, like, but no, it's only five cents. <laughs> you don't get stores. math. Now go watch Schindler's List. And by that, I mean go mow the lawn. Right. But you're in your grinding head, you're for two Schindler's, Schindler's List. <laughs> no. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Coming at you hot from the land of the Lakota. Oh, hello. Hello. Now that is a that is a basement I remember. Oh yeah. Thanks for appeasing me. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans, running a little late. No problem. But they didn't have to know that. Now they do. Beans spilled on uh, the floor. Well, everybody had a hunch I'm the late one. <laughs> I'm the late one. We were at the zoo, my first time back at the zoo Ooh, hello, in twenty one yeah. years, if you know you know. Um uh-huh. And right on time, going to meet Casey, because Meg was like, just stay here, get yourself situated, pod with Case, we'll take the kids to the zoo. I'm like, I'm not going to be the fat dad who's like, you go to the zoo, I have to hang with my friends, I've never (laughs) taken my kids to the zoo. And the the zoo I'm talking about is um, the Watertown Zoo, and it actually has a, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of zoos, but certain zoos have qualities to it and this is a very mm-hmm. con- conservation focused zoo a lot yeah, of they do do a good job i will give them that they do yeah it's some sat we saw a bear they had for whatever oh, reason this bear was sitting at a picnic table couldn't have been more human back straight but straight on a picnic table munching on it like they gave it a Got great that checkered it had a great fruit yeah <laughs> A grapefruit? It had a grapefruit spoon. No. Oh, um, and some trivia for the grapefruit? Oh, I need a little sweet with my sour. But I want the zero calorie sweet. It's a trick, Bear. Uh, <laughs> and I was right on time, but then- That bear at the Bramble Park Zoo, because there has been a bear or two there since we it's were just children. just one now, which is sad, I will say. Yeah. It's like the where they send, like, not Bernie Madoff, because he was two, two- <laughs> In the thick. Right. But where they send the really rich guys when they go to jail. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. It does have that feeling. It's comfy, but it's still fucking jail. It's still jail. You still got people watching you. Because the bears are treated bad, but you're like, every time you go, like you said, there's always something that's off. Yeah. Like, they're going to always slip you a note. Right. a few times I remember going, they're like, ah, he's playing. And I was like, someone just gave him a plastic trash can, and he's going, got to do something to keep my head on. <laughs> that trash can's on display there. Or Ooh. I think it's like the Snow Leopard's trash can. It's like on, like, it's mounted. <laughs> it like, gets look at how they fucked this trash can up. <laughs> That's the best. That is the most Watertown of Zoo exhibits. Yeah. Oh, no, you guys got to go to the Wayback. That's where the great stuff is. They just have cages full of stuff these animals fucked up they uh they should check out that honda seat that that snow leopard took it to uh they um what was i gonna say there's there is something deranged otters are the cutest cutest Mm -hmm. animals ever and there's something about a zoo exhibit that's half land half water and has the glass for the water 
because it's yeah. not enough water. So you're like, they're having fun. You and I saw it with the polar bear, oh, which is the saddest bear. thing ever. You can just see in their eyes, they're just like, <sighs> you see the repetition in their eyes of just like, uh-huh. like you said, we, they take us out and they let us walk in a circle for 15 minutes a day and then they lock us down and throw you back in that cell. No, I remember because it was you and I, we was right when we probably first was moved a Minnesota to Zoo? Mini- Minneapolis, yeah. we were like, what do adults do on the weekend? Let's go through the paper and look at activities. We're like, let's go to the zoo. Sure. So we went to the zoo, walked around, and we were like, like oh, <laughs> that polar bear, he's having a gas. Look at him go. And then someone just leaned over and went, he's doing that. Because he's lost his mind. And you see it. Man, you you see it in his eyes. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't have, like, at least the otters had two. Like, I think all the animals I saw had two except for a sloth. It's Uh just like, oh, it's hard. You got to have something. And the bear, which is like, that's a bummer. Big time. What if they play cards at night when everything shuts down? They're like, I hope so. Those two get along like gangbusters, just playing Uno. Over they got, an old, they got old rid cable of, spool. They got rid of some of the monkeys, but they got in these monkeys, and if you've been to the zoo, you might know it, got to be the most hated monkeys of all the monkeys in the zoo. They're called Simmerangs. Loudest, oh. most annoying fucking monkeys ah, you ever heard. They sound like car alarms, and they don't <laughs> stop. And all the other monkeys were out, and I swear to God, I was like, oh, I can't wait to go see the golden tamarins and the spider mm-hmm. monkeys and lemurs and uh and i swear to god they were all out kind of walking around and then somebody got these simmerangs worked up just getting their little neck pouches gorgeous (laughs) like they sound like a car alarm and they would not shut the fuck up and now every monkey i went and saw just laying on their back like arm over their head Got a, it's like a having a loud neighbor oh. in an apartment building. You're like, T- again, what got into them again with the fucking music? Turn it down. <laughs> it is. Uh, but so as I alluded to, I was like, fuck, I, I'm, you and I had set a time. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make the time. Here's how the Watertown Zoo gets you right at the end. You go back to the end, but it, uh, you go back out the way you came. But if you mm-hmm. look to the right, yeah. whole aquarium full of lake fish. Oh so yeah, I show my kid the walleye and the perch. You learn about the the watershed, the glacial watershed. <laughs> sure, uh, a kind of a kind of a questionable. Like I was just like, this is the so you have these beautiful Native American. Um, oh right, they have the... like drums and stuff, and mm-hmm. these beautiful like skins they wore, clothing they made, and then right next to it is the gaudiest. Buffalo fur coat, and underneath it says <laughs> "fur coat worn by American soldier, 1886." Just full on big collar, all the way down to the boots, full length buffalo coat, and you're just like, "This fucking asshole!" You they're going to send me to die in the plains. I'm going to look good while I do it. Of course, just kill me five of those buffalo. Leave the meat. Leave the meat. Oh, the meat. You too you lean. Tr- Gross. I need only leg fur for this coat. <laughs> Christ. Look at doing a leg check on these thousands of buffalo. Uh, I want that one, that one, and that one. One leg off each. So. No, my we've been to the Bramble Park Zoo with Harvey, and then when Ash first visited Watertown, you know, fucking 12 years ago. Sure. 
we went, which was the first time I had been back to the zoo since childhood. Right. And for me, it was always we'd go on a field trip. Yeah. And it was always the grayest day. I know what you're like talking gray, about. cold days. And for anyone who hasn't been to the zoo, it's a very nice zoo and they've redone it. But when we were kids, it was on the... It had crested already. It was very clearly built in the 1970s. Sure. And it just looked that way. So I have this one vivid memory, like a super cold September day. We were on like a field trip. And because it's so cold, nothing was out. There was nothing. It was just gray. It's like the scenes in Shawshank when the sun's not out. Right, it's just right, dreary, right. Always that bear so we're just kicking like, pebbles okay, out of its fur. This is where something's you know. This is where something's supposed to be. This is where the monkeys would be. And then we're in the back corner, and because it's South Dakota, all of the Canadian geese were migrating. Sure, it's really weird, windy day. So these geese are getting up and down, and it was in this pit where this ram was. Oh, and that was yeah. the only thing. That was yeah. like alert and ready. And just, I just remember people just trying, oh shit! Because this, this goose took off and this ram just went, not in my house. And just went, yeah! And just gave it the full ram neck and just like a cartoon feather just went, poof! Oh my god. It's like uh, when, like, uh, oh, who was it? Animal fights. Who just speared AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Just midair, oh. got him. So he's an old man, but he wrestles like a oh, motherfucker. Edge? Yeah, gotta love me oh, some yeah. Edge. That was it. Was totally a WWE in the air spear because it was just like he ain't gonna get it. He ain't gonna get it. Oh fuck, that goose is cooked. <laughs> I mean, the geese. You've heard how geese. So that Rams yeah. like shut the fuck up. How did? Who put geese with Ram? Who put the geese with? They me? were free men. They landed, yeah. taking over his oh, watering hole. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I remember they didn't have the Ram anymore on just the pile of rocks. Pile of rocket really was just broken pieces of cement, granite. Yeah, you see, because when we were in Alaska, like you see these the huge mountains, and just one goat roams this huge mountain. Got fucking plucked that goat. Put it on that. Put it in the old quarry rocks. It's like, well, after well, about two, it's say, like, oh, cool, new rocks. Two minutes, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, this sucks. We'd rather be free. We were in when we were in uh, Pittsburgh, um, for that Comic Con a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool city. I'm sure I talked about it. Like, just all these bridges intertwine into downtown. So, and they're all cool old. Bridges from the teens, the twenties, and the thirties that they sure. kept. So there's this huge interlocking river walk, and it all connects back across the river to where the two, the pirates and the uh, Steelers play. Mm-hmm. So everything's very central, very walkable, very accessible. And we were there in July, so it was super nice. And where the convention center is, it sits on the river, but then there's like a underpass. So you can get from the highway into the city. So there's all these cool walkways that are kind of go underground down to the water. And we were walking down this one and at the best I just started cracking up. And then I got scared because it's like <laughs> geese are notoriously oh, yeah. fucking dickheads. Yeah, absolutely. So you saw the, these two geese with their goslings just like big timing up this ramp and it's a tunnel. So it's like 10 people 
And the reaction was as if it was the Crips uh. fucking rolling in from a fucking NWA song. It's people like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, 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 actively like running and like, oh, oh, go, just go, just go. That's just, hilarious. It's just like, what you looking at? Oh, I'm trying to think. I saw a documentary on Takashi 69 and the, he's a member of like, a sect of the bloods they're called like the don trays or something something three Ooh. tray tray Trey, did they reboot them yeah new it was bloods, it is a crips? reboot it's a reboot out of specifically out of rikers island so they're they're wild geese let's say that some east they're coast real. dudes with some west coast I, attitudes yeah yeah exactly tray ten, ten trays or something because three they right. started with three of us. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> something, something, something more interesting than that. Uh, was that the goose? The tray? I would love to see a bunch of just. If I were still a pranking man, I'd tie some red bandanas on some geese. So next time some they watch this tunnel, like, hold on, hold on, <laughs> they're showing colors. You better not be wearing blue. If you're wearing blue. <laughs> I remember that vividly from middle school. Oh, At the yeah. height of all of the gangster rap, like, mm -hmm. Case, you can't wear blue on Tuesdays. Because the kids that wear red will beat you up. Because they, they think they're in the bloods. The bloods out of Millbank. <laughs> Come Millbank down to the mall. <laughs> the Pipestone Crips. <laughs> the, uh, we're Minnesota I... boys, and we're Crips. And it is, of course, sadly... Go dig a ditch, you farmer. Underpinned racist, right? Because they're like, don't wave at a crip because they'll shoot you. Because waving means bring it. You're just like, <laughs> oh, no. No. Read a book. Yeah. Please. Read the liner notes of your Tupac album. It was produced by Tony Styles of Burbank, all right? It's, <laughs> take it easy. Uh. And then the other thing was like, you know what? The some Crips got a football. The quarter, and I was like, I know the quarterbacks. What are we? Who's this <laughs> random quarterback? They're like, you know, a couple Crips got the quarterback's sister pregnant, so they burned <laughs> off his hair. I was like, who are these people? We're we very small see. community. Where did I? In the middle I school, how did I miss this? Right. So they All ran them out of town because you don't mess with. The Watertown football. Were, weren't there two actual middle school gangs? Probably. Or quote, like, was it, they, like, wore a uh, fucking, like, one of them was, gr like, they were gangs, but their division was like, we like leather and rock. And then oh, the I other like gang was game. like, we like grunge. Oh, the grunge And game. wool shirts. Oh, so it's just God. like lumberjacks fighting bikers. I remember when I was in eighth grade, some cool kids from Sioux Falls came down. And they're like, we're in a skater gang, man. If you want to join, you got to get beat in. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm God. not doing that. They're like, you got to do it if you want to join. I was like, absolutely not. They're like, all right, you're in. Well, good. What kind of gang is this? <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even, try, I didn't even have to try hard. <laughs> I did they, a hard pass on the beating and he went, well, that's the first test. Yeah, Chris. Beat up, <laughs> they got him good. 
punched him right in the gut. Oh, poor Chris. What did he we get? So many bags of oregano. Oh, I know, man. I went. He was to... always the rube. Yeah, poor guy. I feel like you're automatically a rube if your father's a if it's the a teacher or principal. Mark was a rube. You know, it just just happens. Great. Chris one of one of my greatest friends oh, growing yeah, up. Yeah, no. That's only why I said it, because I he lived across the street from me, so I hung out with him all the time. Marty, worst knuckleball ever. So his dad it was one of the dads that just pushed his way onto I was on a baseball team with him, with his son. Uh-huh. Well, obviously I bleep. Um and his dad was just a dad who was like, I'm the first base coach now. And <laughs> If you know, you know, what? this guy was a notorious dick. Mm-hmm. I've said, any teacher that's had to deal with me, 90% of them, you know, God bless you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was a handful. This guy was just a mean Sour. man. Oh, yeah. Mean person. Some Now you look back at teachers and go, oh, they're even younger than I am now. They were dealing with a lot of shit. This guy was just a meanie. Um, pushed his way onto my baseball team. First base coach gave me bad directions one time. I was out at second, embarrassed myself <laughs> in front of my now ex-uncle. Because um, uh, I had a little head, so the hat, the helmet came oh, over yeah. my eyes once. And he said, go, go, that go. Pete Rose effect, so you could yeah. knock that sucker I off should've. and look like you were going 50. Yeah. Uh, Still get thrown And out, I didn't but... get on the bag often, so for the fact that for him to run me wrong. Oh, of course. Come on. Um, you're speaking to a guy when you get on base, you're like, I've made it. Now just don't trip over your own pants falling off. And that's what happened to me. My hat got over my eyes, and I didn't know where I was running. I basically ran into the outfield. (laughs) They had to throw a ball at me to get me out. But so his son, we had a fucking stroker of a pitcher. His name was Robbie. He was in your grade, I think. For whatever reason, he was perfectly aged in between where he should have been on like the... Was it called yeah. the Legion baseball team? But he was mm-hmm. born like a month too late, so he was still yeah. older than all the other kids. So he just yeah. threw the smoke. You know? Oh no, that kid! I know exactly who you're talking about. And that kid was one of those kids. You're like, don't mess. You're with like him. the just. He had like we talked about many many episodes ago. He was just fucking adult strong. Yeah, but still a child. And he he dealt with stuff with his mom. Which in today's yeah. day and age would have been just totally normal. But so he got teased, but he was also a fucking tough guy. But oh, if you're yeah, on a, yeah. you got the baseball team bond. So boom, mm-hmm. automatically I'm under the wing of this guy now. Like, Thank he's God. Our, he's our, for life. He's I could our call bruiser. him up tomorrow in prison. Um, <laughs> so anyways, this guy threw smoke and he was so good. But old fucking first base coach. Oh. He's like. You know what? Mark's been working on his pitching. I think we need to get him in there. So he takes our pitcher out, and we're in. We're fighting for a title here. All despite po- would despite the poor base running. Yes, despite me and Kevin, <laughs> who was even worse than me. Thank God for you, Kevin. And God for you, Kevin, who grew up to be a great athlete, I believe. But um, puts him in because the only game he lost because all he would throw is a knuckleball that he didn't know how to throw. You know the knuckleball where you just push oh, the ball? You just yeah, push just, it? Yeah. yeah. That's all he had. That's all he had, and he refused to take him out. They were just lighting this kid. 
to the point I don't remember 90% of my life up until this point, but I remember just even being the shittiest player on that team, except for Kepler. Yeah. Being the shittiest player on that team, <laughs> second being like, guys, this is embarrassing. Just, uh, they just smoked uh, him the whole Use that game. coach weight. Well, that's the thing. He wasn't a coach. First base coach, he said. He just walk out with his blazer and just pick his spot. And you're like, he's going to be there every fucking time. Yeah, yeah exactly. They get there early. Dustin, the, the. He's got his know. own, his own base brush, bag brush. <laughs> he got his own bag brush, of course. That guy was a bag oh, brush. God, nothing is worse than it. Because it's like, if for anyone who doesn't know baseball or know the knuckleball mm. is pretty much extinct. Yeah, uh, the last guy that ran it was that dude with the Mets, Dickie something, about a decade ago. And he had two and good seasons with it. The only reason it went away is because if you could master it, it's really highly effective and weird. And the, what makes it so strange is the ball doesn't fly straight. Yeah. It'll fly straight and then like do all this weird movement. So it's like a classic carny baseball pitch. Yes, I love and it. And like the people who learn it are like older pitchers who their arms I, I learned this from my dad he's like yeah. if you throw fastballs and curveballs you're just putting so much torque on your arm Absolutely. like you can't maintain that mm-hmm. so he could throw a knuckleball so he's like it's good to have in there and also it takes it's very easy on your arm and your back yeah sure like so to be good at it you have to be like Behringer in fucking major league like you, you have, have to, to be doing it so for a while close to retirement you're like yeah. i got one trick season in me and i may be able to bring us dependent because i worked on this cockamamie pitch yeah, so for right. a 12 year old yeah Ugh. Like no control you didn't have, you? the only reason he had to throw the knuckles he had no control over zinging everywhere because you can throw a knuckle you can throw you can push a ball straight and it won't you know, so, yeah. Oh, I've never. tried. I've tried. It's insane. I can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was very much like you. I. I was. Ta- I was always the second to the worst. Right. I was blessed with having a few people that were worse than I was, sure. and I wasn't great. Just around your team. No, uh, I think kidding. yeah. I'm. Kidding. I had both of them. Uh, no, there was, and I could throw hard, but I had no. No accuracy. Oh, you whatsoever. took the mound, huh? Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, yeah. I I would. And it was like, it's like exactly like you were talking about. It was always because my dad was either our main coach or like co-coached Assistant with somebody. Coach, yeah. So <laughs> for me, it got to be when our old uh, Mark Andy got us 20 runs in the hole. Yeah. He'd be like, I got to put someone in. Just to make it in. And I know my son can take it, so I'm going to make him just pitch just to get a, get us through. Like, right. Because no other kid wanted to do it. Sure, we're it's a hard position. Yeah. And he was like, I know you can do it. Just throw it down the middle. Throw as straight as you can and just so they get a hit so we can get it out, you know. And it's just like there was one time in particular, like, and that's kind of always when I would always be the bottom of the rotation when they couldn't put another more accurate pitcher in. And I was like, eh, this one time I just was getting so frustrated because I was like, don't take me out of the game. Oh, God. He's like, you're still in the game. And we're shouting at each other. I'm shouting from the mound to him. And he's like 
trying to keep it together. So I was like, God damn it, I'm fucking... And I just threw it as hard as I could, and the ball went... Beep. Like, it went so wild. <laughs> it left my hand, and the kid saw it was going towards him. He jumped back as far as he could. Still got and him? jumped into it right in the arm, right in the fat. <laughs> right in the pit. There. Just whap. And I was like, I didn't hit. Like, I got even madder because I was like, I didn't even hit him. He jumped into it because he jumped 10 feet oh, backwards. Yeah. And that's how awful the pitch was. I wonder if that works, how that works in the pros. You can't jump into a pitch. He'd have been out. You'd have been out of the league, but he'd at <laughs> least have had an out. Oh, my God. Oh, that was. Yeah, I remember those. Te- yeah, I love the era of that baseball before the, the tryouts when it was just kind of like you and your neighborhood. You just got to sign up at the rec center. Yeah. See, you always get like two good kids just because that's how it's dealt out. Mm-hmm. And then you got coaches, kids, which is me. And like, you can yeah. sometimes yeah, get a hit buddy. Maybe. Dave is not fast, coach. not fast on the bases. I yeah. pretty much Babe Ruth, except not good. Just that fat saunter, the low cleats, nice I jog. A, I had some good teams. I had Adam Anconet was old Casey at the bat. He had a he had him. He's a great athlete, actually. One of those we guys that can do had... it all. Hit a hockey puck. Hit a hot oh, lick. Yeah. Hit a baseball. That son of a just, bitch. He just had a racket. There's a hockey mm. stick, a guitar, a baseball yeah. bat. And a pool cue, of course. Oh, yeah. And he could snooker with the best of them, that son of a bitch. We had one kid that was on our team, because the team tended to be like two years, so we had like the same yeah. kids yep. for two years. What was your we, sponsor? Do you remember? Uh, we, we Northwest both, Bank? One was North. That was the first year of Northwest Bank, and then we had Premier Bank. Oh, I was Premier Bank. That was one of the best, because they had the black and white jerseys oh no we had the phillies we were like the 70s phillies oh i had black and white it was great brownie burgundy Mm, no good i i Uh, had brown and burgundy when we played and i'm this is what it was called remember that shit what they called in between t-ball and no i don't remember fucking midgets oh yeah it was called midgets come on man even then it's just so bizarre yeah, uh, I forgot it's called because it doesn't make sense. But uh, we uh, had one kid who never swung the baseball bat. Yeah, spooked. And he got in base every single game. Love it. Was it and Simon Altoff? But and it was like one of those things. Like he would swing the bat in practice and get hits, and he was like athletic. He could run. Yeah. But it was like for whatever reason, it's like the dry mouth at an yeah. open mic. Oh, yeah. Like just once the oh, pressure was on, box. yeah. You know, be like, cool, we're like you. We're like, we're in the running for the championship. We got all we need is for you to get a hit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's like fucking Homer Simpson. It's like, uh, it's like, you're not even swinging. Oh, man. Yeah, the only time I got on base is when they didn't have an ump and old Leland got behind. And I had the same <laughs> argument with him. Uh, he'd be like, oh, come on. They pitch, go right down the pipe, Wait. and he'd go, ball. And I go, we're just strike. Just. <laughs> Embarrassing me. He's like, you've been embarrassing me for <laughs> years. Get on the years bag. <laughs> Three straight strikes. Four Take straight the balls off too. called. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh man, what do I gotta do? I had looking at Oh, so I told you I'm in the land of the Dakotas. 
Mm-hmm. But first mm-hmm. time as a dad in the Dakotas, and I noticed that right away driving in, just the beautiful plains, right? But mm-hmm. before when I'd ride in, I'm just, man, just, man, there's nothing out here. Oh, there's a silo. There's a barn. First thing I noticed, I go by a silo, and I went, that's a new, p- Meg, that's a million-dollar silo. That is an expensive <laughs> piece of equipment oh man and then i saw all these wind turbines the the, you know for Uh the electricity oh yeah yeah and i was like those are big so i think meg they subsidized the farmers to put those i was just like (laughs) fuck is wrong with me just jumping to conclusions it's just like did you read the ag report or are you just get why taking wild guesses? And then at one point she caught me because I was really looking at one and then I followed it, looked back as we were driving like, and she went, what are you doing? I went, she's like, I better see I a woman in a bikini out there. I was just trying to see where the power cycles down to. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I think if there's a box at the base or something. She's like, <laughs> what in the world? What and that one guy goes out and you? switches out the big Duracells. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Carries them back I don't know in his how truck. they work. They're rattling around. I was just like, I don't. So my mind, I'm like, all right. So it circles, creates static. That static goes down into the ground and follows a root somewhere. <laughs> I, that's where I was like, that's my conclusion. And then it, it has to be. It's a root made out of wires. You mean a cable? Well, yeah, I guess, sure. And, I, and then I got distracted because a wide load drove by us with a... Meg's like, oh, what is that? A big tractor? Go, Meg, that's a combine. Ooh, that's John... That is, Meg, probably over a million, that piece of... It's brand new, <laughs> that piece of equipment. Oh, man. <laughs> she is a beauty. <laughs> Woo! Boy. Nothing moves through a field like a deer. John Deere. <laughs> oh, my God. Overpriced that John Deere. They get, they just cornered the oh, market. Oh man, they are like we were at the children. No, we were at the state fair, and they had a section where they had that shit open. And I was like, Harvey, don't touch that. Yeah, like it looks like a fucking F sixteen jet. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's yeah. LCD screens and buttons and joysticks. It looks like you're inside a mech warrior. Yeah, they're they are crazy. I mean, you look just like I would have to go there when. Um, pick something up for Jesse or for the vineyard and be like, that fucking riding lawnmower costs more than my car. Oh, yeah. What have I done? What have I done with my life? (laughs) But it it does, it does put into perspective all these farmers, you know, that are going broke or whatever, take a look, or even going back in the day, you take Uh out the loan, right? That's with the dust ball, everybody's going under. They're like, all this new equipment was coming out. And obviously, you adjust for inflation and everything, but right now it'd be like a farmer like going out like, all right, I bought this new acreage. I need enough equipment to mm-hmm. handle it. All right, I need to take a loan out for $1.5 million because that's how expensive this shit is. Oh, it's insane. Back yeah. then they're like, oh, I need to take that loan out. How much you say it was? Honey, I'm going to need seven more children. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love the metric. And one of them needs to, to steal an ox from the Frywalds right. across the way because we got no... We are going no to die. No beasts of burden other yes. than you. I was thinking that when you... Nothing longer than a drive through Pennsylvania. I've said it before. I'll say mm. it again. Fucking long Good ass God. state. And it's the mountains and it's winding. You're just like, how the fuck did people... What were they thinking heading over to... Like, just... 
because you go through the mountains, you're like, yep, this is where, you know, they just had to dynamite through this mountain and that shit didn't exist back then. So they'd be like, well, pack up some water jugs, Tina, because I'm fucking broke because I gambled away all my, (laughs) you know. We stopped in Dodge City and uh, I had a a too many schnapps, honey. So we are screwed here in civilization. So we're going to just go this way. And three of us ain't making it back. I mean, that's all it was. It's just like, uh, there's nothing for us here. Right. Let's go somewhere where there's almost nothing. But start from scratch. At least the bankers aren't there. Right. No, that I'd still like you driving through that or when we drive through like West Virginia. Anywhere. Yeah. Just those mountains. And you just think how much human like how much we invented to make this easy because you drive through and I was like, yeah, I remember like Hannibal took elephants across the mountains to try and invade Rome. And it was like, that was in like 48 BC. Right, right, right. And it he's is got wild. an elephant. And then uh, I look up and Hans throws a big rock at me. And I'm like, I guess me and the elephant are going down as is everyone behind us. And that's it. And that is exactly how your mindset shifts. Whereas 20 years ago, you're driving through Pennsylvania, you're like, I just need to find a fucking bar, and I got to make sure to call that number back, and you and I are going through going, Hannibal and the Elephants. Could you take an elephant? Man. (laughs) To get dynamite. Men died, kids. (laughs) Immigrants. Your grandfather's lucky that dynamite didn't blow his dick off, because you wouldn't exist. No, we've watched that Yellowstone spinoff. I think I've talked about it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, It's great if you're into that part of history. Like, they do actually kind of as close to probably what it was like and just how fucking awful it was. Awful. Just awful. Like, there's one episode where they're like, they're losing wagons because it's like, (laughs) of course, I'm chuckling because I was like, it's like reading my uh, family tree. You got all these Germans and Norwegians who can't swim and have never, like, crossed a river. Right. So they're like, get in your wagon and go fast. They're like, that's not going to work. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, your wagon's gone. Yeah, you're done. So then people start starving. They're like, where's your food? And they're like, ah, oh, well, old, old Schwanz, he's been stealing from us. And then they're like, then you need to go fucking take your food back. From him. So then they have to confront this guy. So it's like this kind of passive aggressive bearded dad who's nice and his kids. And he's like, I just want to, you know, take my family to a green place and grow food. And then, of course, there's some scumbag stealing your food. And then you have to confront him because the cowboys him. aren't going to do it. Yeah, they're not going to do it for you. And then you're just like, fuck you. I'm leaving you. So they just leave this family in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. That would, that's what would happen if the patriarch would die in the family. And maybe I mentioned this because I heard it and I was like, of course that happened. But if you were in a caravan, or isn't that called a caravan? Wagon? Train. Yeah, Wagon sure, train. Car- same. And same thing, yeah, yeah, people got sick, cholera or whatever died. If it so happened that the male died, they would then, women, like the wife or their children were left behind. They were just like, we packed just enough not even enough for us so right unless you're hopping in a wagon with one of these single guys are gonna have to hope that somebody just 
is behind us, and they would just see them go off in the distance. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, Because one of the first things was there was that great um, Coen Brothers movie they made for Netflix that was... Walter Scuggs or whatever? Yeah. Buster the Scruggs? Of, yeah, Ballad of Wesker Suggs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it was all just different <laughs> vignettes done in Western style. So yeah. that one's awesome. I heard because that. Because it's about a singing Gene Autry character. So he comes into town and he's singing a song and he looks really nice. But then the twist is he's just like, he's also a merciless murdering gunfighter. Yeah. So everybody's scared of him, but he's like, and hello, hello. And you shoot your fucking head off, shoots this guy in the chest. I love that actor. Um, But one of the vignettes is like a wagon train vignette that just, same thing, a woman's with her brother, her brother dies. So she's forced to like make deals to just stay on the train. Oh, yeah. And it's just so matter of fact, it's like chilling because it's Coen Brothers. So like there's a little bit of levity and they they have vignettes that are funny and they have ones that are really dark. And this I was like, I've never seen this presented in this way where it's just very like matter of fact. Like they're like circle wagons. Here we go. And then gunfight like classic Western. And then the guy kind of looks up and he's like, ah, shit, all dead. Okay, uh, <laughs> grab that stuff, put it on the wagon, let's go. And we go. It's just so chillingly matter of fact. I was like, oh, yeah, probably. Just to survive that assault, you either lose your mind or you're just like, I can't wait. I can't throw a blanket over him. We got to leave him. The embarrassment of riches our oh, yeah. generation has. Has time to even think, has a minute in the day to think about anything other than surviving is crazy. Yeah, I was furious when our AC broke. I was talking about that last week. I was like, oh, AC, the drive you made would have taken us a year and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. I had a, uh, so many, just just being a a dumb dad on the road, Meg's like, I Pick some tunes. She just got done playing White Stripes, which oh, I was right. laughing because I had PTSD because uh, Blue Orchid came on, and that was the CD I had. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, clock. if you mention that to oh, Casey, he's Lord. still got trauma because we basically I had to walk through your bedroom to get to my bedroom, and I bought mm-hmm. this sweet alarm clock, the technology Killer. at the time. Oh hell You put yeah. a CD in, and it wakes you up to your CD. And I got. Well, I listen the, to a shitty alarm right. a klaxon when you can listen to your favorite tunes and it'll become your most hated ingrained <laughs> tune got the album get behind me satan and of Great course album. we just stayed up way too late drinking beer so i would never have uh-huh. woken to my alarm clock but i still set it every day as if i was responsible right or was just well, you had to fill set. your briefcase with the peanuts right exactly bus maps yep and go yeah hang out at the bodega with the family um <laughs> And so every morning, if you guys know the first song of Get Behind Me, Satan, it's called Blue Orchid, and it starts out with like a helicopter Mm -hmm. uh, whirl. (laughs) 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 And I just started cracking up. Meg's like, what's so funny? I was like, like, next time just start singing that song to Casey because he'll hear it because it would start the song and maybe my alarm clock would play through the song. And it would auto snooze for 10 minutes and then you'd hear 
It would, yeah. And it, it could would. play for up to an hour and a half because I just couldn't get up through that song, let alone be bothered to turn it off. Well, no, but it started the first few times where, like, you're just like, he's far deeper asleep than I am, and who am I to, like, fucking wake him up? But then there would be times where it was like, it, you would have worked and then went out and we're somewhere, like, and I'd come home and we our paths would never cross. Yeah. And it would just, I'd let it play for, like, 45 minutes, and I was like, you fucking take it anymore! <laughs> And I opened the door and you weren't even there. And I was like, yeah, you gotta just fucking shut it off. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I was laughing. She's But then, or, so she plays the badass White Stripes, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. laughing at that. And she's like, all right, it's your turn to pick music. And I was like, all right. Hey, did they ever have a soundtrack for Ken Burns country music? It's like, oh, what's happened to me? And they do, and it's amazing, and it's highly recommended. It's 105 songs long. Whoa, amazing. Only, you got to be mid to late 30s. Dumpy. Is this a journey you got to go on by yourself? Ken Burns come out with lately. You mean the movie (laughs) guy? Yeah, but he does the songs. Puts a good tune together. That was good. Now, and then, of course, oh, no, I, I can same. picture, I was like, oh, Patsy Klein died too young. Who are you? <laughs> Your kids are like, can we listen to something with some oomph? <laughs> listen to the words. That's all the oomph you need. I saw the light. He saw the light. That man choked on his vomit in the back of a car at 25. Rest in peace, Hank Williams. And then you hear this. I love Hank Williams. So oh, yeah. beautiful. So soulful. And then you hear... Old Junior, later on in the soundtrack, Ooh, he does Bo- that great Bo- song, Bocephus, where it's like, I drink my beers and I toot my coke, it's a family tradition. tradition. <laughs> it's like, God, you suck. But it was oh, a good tune. God. But And he oh, turned I'm around because he drove like... his motorcycle off a mountain and his face <laughs> fell off. And he's what? like, what? Oh. Didn't you hear that? Like He no. was like the first man to have like full facial surgery like face off he got he an Travolta's face, face over his own face yes because he just he was rooting and tooting for a long time <laughs> i'm just picturing a full facial transplant but because they do that with pig hearts pig it's face just a, an actual pig's face oh and then they just like twist the nose put a rubber band on it tweak so it, it a little bit looks more human than not or you could just let that snout sag they've switched facial surgery well because I still have nightmares about a guy that um, he survived one of these harrowing tales, and it was actually the same tale that same trip that the author John Krakauer was on when they went up uh, Mount Mm, Everest. Right. And this guy was a doctor, I believe, and he ended up surviving, but he had severe frostbite on his hands, feet, and face. And he's Ah. like, so this hand... They grafted it together, so it's like a catcher's mitt. So it's just a solid just a piece web? of flesh. Looks like, like a an mitt. elephant's foot. It looks like a mitten. It looks like a mitten of meat. And then he's like, oh, lost my mitten. toes. Ugh. And then they took my back meat. Or no, what they did is they took back meat, grafted Was it, like it on hockey, his... where they pulled the jersey over? Basically, but it's his back skin. But they took back skin, put it on his forehead, let it grow like a petri dish, and then cut it off. And then flapped it down oh, to his nose. Shit. I saw an interview with him when, when yes. like middle school. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He had the nose grown on his forehead and he's like, 
well, in two weeks, they're going to flip it. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is horrifying. And then they clock wipe. It's flipped over. And now the nose is down here. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's my like, God. Just don't have a nose. Like, it looked better trooper, when they did but... the tin faces for the World War One soldiers. Ooh. Yeah, do that tin patina. Because oh. that's scary, too. <laughs> that's just one of the scariest things. With a doll's eye. And oh, it is hard. Rosy cheeks. Because they got to take it off to eat. That is <sighs> fucked up. That stuff. I If you want to go to... Don't go down the rabbit hole of World War One tin face soldiers. Because <laughs> it gets rough. Oh, man. Speaking of World War One tin face, I just saw it this morning. And it ties into what we talked about a few weeks ago about that AI art. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. one guy... <laughs> Like, and I was like, well, that's a great idea for a terrifying horror movie. He was like, yeah, now my AI art that I make is haunted by this woman I inadvertently created. And now I gave the prompt to my friend and now she's in his art, too. That makes it horrifying. Interesting. So it is like you were talking about the face transplant. It has a very similar look it's this woman with like long and they i don't know how to pronounce it i just i read it as lob or lobe it's l-o-a-b okay which makes it even creepier because it sounds like a a demon from the old testament yeah low and lobe come yeah someone who tempts you in the desert um so it's a woman with like stick straight sort of greasy wavy hair and then that like puffy like facial transplant like look yeah. But then she has these two very defined um, like triangles of rosacea mm-hmm. on her cheek, which is how they described it in the text. And I looked at it sure. and I was like, holy fuck, that's what it is. And like no lips really, but just that like tucked in and she is just fucking, it's terrifying because it's just like she's glaring at you from the pictures. Like the eyes follow you like a haunted mansion. Ooh. So he wrote this like thing on Twitter about how like. They create artificial intelligence pulled like all if you take all these dark prompts, it only creates darkness. Sure. So inadvertently created like this, like thought being. It was like, this is awesome. It's so weird because I noticed with that AI and it does stop at a point. But Mm -hmm. I sent you pictures. uh, I forget what I picked, but it was like. You know, had some prompts, so it was like oh, Gustav yeah, yeah. door. So it was pretty mm-hmm. haunting imagery, even over something s- silly like dentist fight. Yeah. But when I had sent it to you, apparently it had not been done rendering. So when I went back the next day, it was like this intelligence was still working still on it throughout the night. So all these things that I was like, I guess that's kind of demonish in the background, kind of blurry, but... Um, cat. So I guess, so I guess it was like uh, all this stuff in the background. Where I was like, oh yeah, you know that's haunting, but it's like kind of blurryish figures. And then when I looked the next day, as it had been working throughout the evening, it had clarified it, and they were very distinct, haunting, like f- melting <laughs> faces. And more so detail, like, great. That is wild. So the interesting thing is if you could have an image, right? Mm-hmm. A living image, an artificially living image, as other people oh. put in prompts, it learns it's intelligent, yeah. so it learns from their prompts and slowly kind of cleans up yours. So like that macho man 
reading the Torah, Torah. I had eh, some of them more Macho Man features, but he slowly becomes more much more defined. The script in the Torah becomes more defined as people search things. No, it's crazy. Like especially that one, because the ones you and I had sent back initially were all just very abstract, abstract nightmare hellscape things. But then when you put in like an actual person's name, like that Macho Man one, it's so odd because it does have him, but then you can also see where the computer, like, because uh, Tom Selleck is tagged as Macho, like, right. Tom Selleck's, like, jaw mm-hmm. with sunglasses on and then somebody else's, like, forehead. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it like, is, seamlessly, yeah. it's just like, ooh, see, yeah. that's even creepy. And, like, when you put an Ultimate Warrior, one of them came back very traditionally, like, Native American, like, warrior. Mm-hmm. Or I put an Ultimate Warrior guilty or whatever. Oh, yes. The sad yes. eyes, but still menacing. Um, God almighty, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, last dad thing? Horrible face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna put old Loab in and see what happens. That is an interesting thing for a horror movie, and there's so much rife there. Um, have we had too many haunted stuff things. coming out? Haunted screens, which is what it's called, <laughs> haunt, the haunted screen. <laughs> um, uh, the last, last, I'll hit you with my last dad dism of my trip. I got hit with a pet fee hard after a checkout. In the hotel. Oh, post? Post pet fee. I snuck him in the back. Even though it was pet friendly, you got to be careful with pet uh, friendly. Oh, we're pet friendly for a fee. It's going to cost So I was like, all right, right, you're pet friendly. I know I'm not going to make anybody sick with allergies or anything. Mm-hmm. So check in. If they say it at the beginning, Yeah. do you have any pets? I say, yes, I have a dog. And I'll pay the fee. Because mm-hmm. you're not tripling a fee on me. Right. Come on. I got tiny dogs. But I, I'm honest. I go, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, did I forget to mention? Oh, yes, I do have a dog. And then, fine. But this one, no no ask. Don't ask, don't tell, as they Just say. tagged it. Didn't ask. Got me checked in. She had some place to be. And so old dad, we're going through the back. That's probably where our room is closer. Bring them in on the cart. <laughs> put them in their bed. If they see, they see. Fine. Right, but yeah. We've gone through the process. But old dumb dad let his cheap cheap dad senses down and the wife was like we'll just go through the front that's where a car is we're gonna go through the front when we leave and i was like it's a risk but you want right. to get busted fine you get busted so we went through the guy was very nice he's like all right uh, hey you guys have a great day and i was like yep 322 we're checking out went, okay and i was like i didn't like the way he eyed those dogs sure enough i get my receipt in the email 25 bucks a pup. He counted them. One, two, three. Those dollar signs. Because he's like, I'll check out. Oh, they didn't have a pet fee on there. What did I see? What did I see? Three? Oh, Meg was like. Ah, Let's make it an even four. Yeah. Oh, the, the, I was like, you, she's like, yeah, you had a pet. And that's the fee. I was like, they didn't mention the fee. I, they I'm calling them. And she's like, what are you going to say? You had pets and there's a fee. I'm saying, you didn't. I'm going to say that I would would have stayed elsewhere. <laughs> just, just like, please just let it go. 
Just and, you're gonna uh, hate it. There was a time I forgot about this. That's a tank of gas. When I got a bill, but it didn't have. This was a while back. I got a bill for a hotel, and it was like fifty bucks more, but it didn't have uh, a. I was like, I think they just I don't know. thing. So I called and I was like, hey, there was actually a fifty dollar charge. I just want to make sure. I don't know what it was for. I didn't know, you know, what's going on. And she's like, oh, there's a pet fee. Did you have a dog? And just as a true honest scumbag, I just uh-huh. went, no. And she went, you don't. My, meanwhile, I didn't think no. about this till I hung the phone up. I went, no. Until I hung the phone up, all three of my dogs were going wild barking in the background as I was on the phone. <laughs> I didn't process it until because Meg was like, "What was that about?" Oh. I was like, "Oh, I had told him I didn't have a dog." She's like, "What are you? What are you? What are you referring to?" I was yeah. like, "Oh, would they try to give us a pet fee?" She's like, "Cause we have dogs." She's like, "Oh, I was like, what? I'm never gonna see him again. Come on!" I was like, "Just saved us fifty bucks." And I, this woman <laughs> had to be like, "This fucking uh, no, asshole. I'm watching the Westminster Dog Show. If it's any it's just, business of these yours, dogs are going nuts, and I'm not even processing it because all I see is how dare they? They you got to mention the fee up front, otherwise no fee. It's free, baby. Don't mention the fee. <laughs> don't mention the don't mention the fee. I'll mention it's free. <laughs> That's where I'm going with to it. you. So when you ask me if I have dogs, and they're still hot with this one because they don't have an email because they know you got to call for any issues with billing disputes uh, and i'm gonna talk to a... the guy and go sir sir i'll go what you know what let's have a video conference it'll make it even more <laughs> awkward <laughs> oh my god pet <sighs> fees oh i was furious oh of course you're like I get the one guy who is really good at his job and likes it. Right. Most people would just be like, eh, right. I'm going to post, put a post pet fee. This Dog is a principal thing now. All three dogs. I forgot to put a drink on your, your check. I can't recharge you for that drink. I forgot. Can I get your card back, sir? <laughs> sir, I'm sorry. I need, I forgot to put your coffees on there. <laughs> it's happened to me before. Oh, of course. I've been on the yeah. receiving side. That's when Same. you got to bite the bullet and you say, "Boss, I," or you just ignore it because it's not even a thing. Be like, "I didn't." Shit. And you're kind of pissed because you're like, "Fuck, I forgot to put their coffees and dessert on." Yeah. You know, they're gonna do an automatic twenty percent tip, and I don't get tipped on that. Yeah, but eh, I fucked up. But I've had the guy come up and go, "Oh, I didn't put your tea on the bill. Can I get your card Ooh. back?" Sure. Yeah, no, I don't redo it. Unless you're like, I didn't charge you for yeah. two-thirds of what you Yeah, ordered. if you really are like, I didn't put any of your drinks on there. And then, but you got to be careful, because if you go back and you're like, ah, and they're like, you were great. I can't, thank you so much for the drinks you shouldn't have. Be like, actually, My pleasure. we're here. <laughs> I'm not your friend, I'm your waiter. Uh, Let's see. Pet fees. Boots, tucked or untucked? Cowboy boots? Can you untuck? Can you wear a cowboy boot with a skinny jean tucked? Or are you just asking for it at this point? Yeah, it's a little goofy. Too goofy? I think little kids, 
ladies can pull off the untuck? Uh, so I was thinking it was still only because I, I gotta tell I you, you gotta if you got boot. a nice pair of boots, flaunt it. So as a as a quote unquote guy, which is lame, but uh huh. I got a nice pair of cowboy I boots. I just so. I wouldn't go. I'm just this. Maybe it's me personally. Like I wouldn't go jeans in boot. I go no. jeans over. Can you wear sweatpants in boot? Because I feel like well, jeans in boot, you're like I'm styling. Sweatpants in boot, people are like, ah. Uh, I should have seen uh, this one coming. Yeah. I think the boot. I think sweatpants over a boot. That's crazy. <laughs> that's madness. Sweatpants in a boot? You're like, maybe his house was on fire. I don't know. Oh, man. I wonder. I, I want to do, but now I want to do a nice sweat. A nice tapered sweatpant down to an expensive. They got to be bright, like bright red and white leather. Oh, I just have a beautiful dark black simmering. Is that, that a term for black? Is now simmering. Simmer. You're the, simmering the... in those. <laughs> I will be simmering if I go in the wrong <laughs> restroom at the wrong time. <laughs> Just these beautiful dark black boots that this woman at the winery gave me. Now that you say it, <laughs> they might be woman's boots, but they fit my skinny, delicate feet so well. Well, then I guess you could tuck a jean. Nah, I got a nice jean. A lady boot? I got a beautiful dark jean. White shirt, dark jean, black boots. Who am I? Jean Kelly? You're damn right. Oh, hello. Uh, Butterface Kelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like Kirk Douglas in 1952. Uh, a nice blousey silk. Yeah. But uh, the boots, the nice. Oh, so, but that's the thing. So only a woman's quote, uh, uh, allowed to. Show off a nice boot. Ah. I don't think it. I don't. I'm just basing it on me, and like that's how I wore my cowboy boots as a kid. But I also wear them with gym shorts. Right. <laughs> well, that's a nothing. You know what I would like a boot. You know what? You know what you I want. Do whatever you want with oh, your cowboy I, I boots. I do. I do. I will. Because I don't get a big chance to wear cowboy boots because I ride either. my bike in the city. So here we're taking a family western photo, which we've Why never been west. Your, we've never been your, earned. You're simmering. Nothing about on that the Frywalls have been western, puffy. but whatever reason, this <laughs> giant family photo has to be western. And I'm going. Everybody, you know what's not western? Just a plaid shirt. Give me a break. I've got a bolo tie. I got a hey. black western shirt. I've got collar tags like Jesse Custer. Black boots. Come on, I'm Western. I'm the. Ma- I go. wear black for the man who tucks his boots. <laughs> so I'm wearing. I'm like the man in black for for the impoverished men who want to be more like women. All right, the impoverished in their man, Western feminine wear. man in men black. who like women's Western wear. <laughs> I I'm the representative. All right. As you come into that that photograph with one of those nice vet rhinestone vests. Oh yeah, that big old skirt with all the tulle in it. That's oh a p- poodle skirt. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that was funny. You mentioned I forgot it. This is perfect. This is this just goes to show how unmanly I've always been. Oh, is yeah. uh we were taking the sixth grade field trip to the uh zoo. Another gray mm-hmm. day. We knew it was going to be a gray day, so yeah. old oh, teacher Bellum was like, town. tomorrow, I want everybody to bring a garbage bag, 
because it'll probably rain and just tuck a few, cut a hole in your garbage bag and it won't be so wet. And I was like, oh, no, 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 sir. I've got a brand new vest that my parents bought me at Sam's Club. <laughs> so it's this beautiful tan <laughs> vest. Case of strawberry And I've water. been planning this field trip. I've been oh, saving yeah. my vest for the field trip. So if I'm wearing a garbage bag over, it defeats the I'm purpose. Just... So what I will do tonight is tailor from a garbage bag <laughs> an exact <laughs> covering for the vest. So I cut out a garbage bag vest. <laughs> that just went over this vest. Over the vest. So as it's pouring rain, <laughs> the only thing not getting wet is my vest. But of course it is because it's this thin <laughs> garbage bag cut in a vest shape poorly as it's course, flopping yeah. in the wind. And everybody's like, what the fuck? What are you Can doing? we just drown this kid in the <laughs> trout pond it. over here? Just I have don't. him... Hey, Hans, step up here. Go look at the bear, and they're just going to toss your ass over. <laughs> right. Go eat that grapefruit with that bear. <laughs> no, no, no bring you. your boots. Bring your boots. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the My boots are uh-huh. well-worn, beautiful, s- slickest sole you ever had on a boot. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I want to trademark is sneaker-soled boots. Ooh. No slip and slide. It looks like a... Yes. Your classic boot, either the flat toe. You got a flat toe or point? These are beautifully pointed. Perfect. But a wide point. Because I don't like a I don't like a boot that comes to a point so pointed that your toes right. end an inch under the point. Right. It looks These like are you have pointed, a, a but my toes go to the point. Suit of armor boot on that I'm not so pointy. Cool enough to flat boot. You're a flat boot guy, because you you can Schwarzenegger, you're a big guy, you got a beard. I'm tucking jeans. Of course, I got a point. Come I like on. a pointy boot. I don't like a flat because it looks. The ones I've seen, they look like a Purit- Puritan shoes. You look like a pilgrim. <laughs> oh, they have the dangle buckle on. Because it? it's just the, just a hard flat. Yeah, it is like a, hard a doorstop flat. flat. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've the flat. seen it. I've seen it. What about a boot with a metal tip? I don't dislike it. I like don't know if I could pull tip? it off though. I'm trying more and more. I call them accent pieces. Sure. Ah, uh, you're in New York now. You can. You can. No one's gonna question that. Yeah, but I got to get off my block first. They're gonna be like, I can go off my block <laughs> every. It's like I got to. It's like I'm back in. Uh, you're like sneaking Peter clothes. Parker. Yeah, I got to like sneak clothes in my book bag. I can't walk by my 80 year old Greek neighbor wearing a dress and boots. <laughs> I gotta tuck my dress into my panties and pull it down later. <laughs> you were talking about we had all that dumb dad talk and being manly. There was um, is before we went to visit Ash's mom. We were um, Ash was in the bathroom, and I just hear the most blood curdling scream mm-hmm. I've ever heard in my life. So I like run down the hallway. And I was like, I think she broke her fucking neck in the oh, shower. God. Yeah. And I, oh, I'm no. like, are you okay? And she's like, open the fucking door now. And I was like, okay, okay. I was like, did someone come through the skylight? Like, what the fuck's going on? And she's like, I saw the biggest oh, spider. Oh, boy. I have ever seen in my life. And I was like, okay. And she's like, it got out, I think. I don't know. And you're like, and I'm like okay. Huh? All right. So That's I just grabbed, visual. there was a, a shower towel. There was a towel on the floor that was used for a shower. Just go, mm. I'm not 
like, eh, bugs. I'm like, eh, oh, I'm okay oh, with But bugs. you've got the spider, you think, in your grasp. I assumed she was so, I was like, instead of me standing around, I'm going to assume it's in this towel. Because she's like, right. I climb under the towel. So I did the, you know, like a bowl of, ball of pizza dough. Yeah. And I take it, and I'm like, fuck it. Throw it in the washing machine, start the wash, throw it in the dryer. And I was like, I assume I got it. You She's washed like, it. Could be, could be anywhere. And I was like, yeah, if it's as big as she said, what am I gonna like? Whip it out so I got a giant go spider back in my into face? your beard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And it's just you see it. <laughs> We've all seen arachnophobia. Uh, so I saw I was that like, fat guy eat the popcorn, oh. and that's the thing for she, life. Same. She's like arachnophobia has. She's like, I can't. I just can't. So she was freaking out, and I was like, it's okay. It's just a spider. We got it. She's like, you don't understand how big it was. So big. <laughs> and I'm like, I believe you. I believe you. And I like to say, I don't really have a problem with bugs. The, I, if I get startled by a bug. Yeah, that's like, no fun. Cockroach, gross, but ah, fuck, bug on the floor. Ah, fuck, bug in the bathroom. Sure. It's never good when it's on skin. When you know, right. when you're like, oh, did my blanket just brush up against me funny? And then you feel it moving in and you go, hey, no, there's a fucking, I got to look down at what kind of bug this is. Well, it's like we grew up in tick country, so it was like oh, you get yeah. accustomed to like scratching your back of your hair, and you're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> Something hit my out. hair. I can't tell you how many tick. They're like, "Don't leave the head in; you'll get sick." I'm like, "Nope." What am I gonna burn this off? <laughs> Fucking! I, I still have tick heads in me. <laughs> so it was like a week and a half later, and um, Ash was in the kitchen, like getting stuff ready for breakfast. And she's like, "Oh my god, you gotta get in here now!" Oh, it's back. And I was like, what? And she was like, look out the window. And again, I'm expecting a guy in a black ski mask. Sure. BTK. And a fucking chainsaw. And I was like, what? And I look out and like see it, but I can't process what it is. So I look past it. And I'm still looking in the yard. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't see anything. She's like, you don't see that fucking giant spider? And then I like readjusted it. On our back patio, we have these hanging plants on mm-hmm. a covered patio. But I know it. So haven't. over the course of the evening, because we had seen a pretty gnarly spider web out there, sure. but like it had made like a fucking Spider-Man spider web. Yeah. And this fucking spider was like the size of my palm. Was it black and white? Was it a banana spider? Uh, I was like brown. We oh, Ash looked it up because she's from. She went to college in Southern Ohio, and they have. She, Black recluse or brown oh, recluses there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are not um, good. She looked it up and was like, it wasn't that. So I'm like, oh my God. You know, go out. And she's like, I ain't fucking leaving the house. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take care of it. And I got these two cups because it was like stuck in the middle. And then it like, yeah, spread out because it had caught this giant moth. Sure. So it was like going to town on this moth. So I take these two cups and it's like fucking Indiana Jones. Like I stick my arm through the spider web and like oh, get the two cups and it's like I mean, you make the sound that only the Grim Reaper would hear. <laughs> like catch this giant fucking spider and then hot footed out to the backyard and I just threw the two cups into the bushes. You hear it? Uh, I guess I I don't know why I got so adjusted to big spiders like that. Generally, they're banana spiders, but. When they when for me once they get to a certain girth, I'm just like, eh, I can see it. I don't like the idea of a spider that's, that's small, small that gets away. And you're like, yeah. no, I don't. Now it's already mad at me because I 
kind of fucked up its space. Big spider, yeah. I always just leave them. Yeah, because as long because big the bigger the the juice, the sweeter the it ain't get the bigger the it ain't getting <laughs> loose. Crawl through the That's what keyhole. I'm saying. If it's you know, it just it, you see it, it sees you. It's yeah, they generally do their thing. Obviously, if, no. It, I don't think I've. Yeah, we had a few around the house, but there were like black widows. I wasn't a fan. Oh, Those yeah, were always yeah. out in the of vines. Course. But they're oh, shit, actually you... incredibly beautiful too. They're generally lower to the ground. So as long as you know, and if it's away from where people are going to be, you let them do their thing. Because oh, again, yeah. they're not. It's not arachnophobia. They want nothing to do with you. Oh yeah, no. I would have just left it if it was up to me. But it mm-hmm. was like had made it. This giant web between the two plants. It was very present. Which is through the walkway where we have to walk to get under the backyard. Oh, yes. I've walked into a spider web. I don't like that one bit. (laughs) And I know how hardy and sturdy some of those spider webs are. So as soon as it hits my face, I go, that wasn't a little spider web. This shit was guitar string. So I know I just rang the bell for one of these big. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! No, that spider web that I reached through, I was like, "Oh, I know why scientists would try and make synthetic this." Right? This. I was like, "That's the toughest thing I've ever felt, and it's yeah. a fucking spider web. You could choke me with this." Oh well, this is fun. You'll like this. This is a quick little snippet for everyone. Always spell check your social media. Because mm-hmm. your phone or your device tends to change uh, words. And so I took some video of my dog Rudy last night. And it's mm-hmm. funny because he was falling asleep. He was kind of sick. He'd been in the car too long. So it was just cute, like puppy falling asleep. And I've had this weird dumb dad joke that needs to just die about being tired from eating pancakes. So fucking stupid. I need to, <laughs> I need to just shut it, shut myself you need off one, sometimes. You need to crush once. Then you can retire. I, I need see, a good one. This like... one wasn't it. I show my wife and I'm like, if you know, because there's, if you know, you know, hashtag IY. And I went, if you 30 plus YK, yeah. if you're 30, and she's like, just die. <laughs> just die. Computer code? I want your insurance policy. <laughs> um, but I put because uh, my we had the worst. It, some of the food was very good, so I can't totally. But we ordered Thai food. We were in Indiana in South Bend, mm-hmm. and they, I was like, "Oh, they're kind of." There was a specifically vegan Thai place. I was like, "Oh, they're kind of hitting the mark here. They're getting some of this stuff right." And we always get pad Thai if they haven't. I was like, "You can't fuck mm-hmm. up pad Thai," but you know they fucked up pad Thai when you open it, and the pad Thai is red. For some reason, anybody that messes up a pad thai mm-hmm. seems to mess it up towards the reddish hue. I don't know if it's because they put on like a sweet and sour sauce or something, but it was yeah. just awful. But my dogs loved it. <laughs> so I fed. I was like, oh, great. I'm going to save on dog food. I already got to pave your your way. Put you in this shitty hotel. So I eat them, feed them pad thai. And I put like, like, haha, eating pancakes. And then I go, just kidding. I didn't give my dog pancakes. He's just tired from a long car drive and eating shitty Thai food from what I thought said Indiana. He's just Uh tired from a long car drive and eating shitty Thai food from Indiana. Smiley face, laughing, Uh crying emoji. But it switched it to, he's just had a long car ride and eating shitty Thai food from Indians. (laughs) I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) Good catch. Um, no, no, 
Uh, I'm sure they can make fine Thai food. Well, sure, if I'm, they want. No, but these people couldn't. But they were. I don't think I didn't meet them. I got it ordered in. Mason dropped it off at the door. Didn't even give me a heads up. Oh, what a guy named Mason. For whatever reason, when you said Mason, I thought like a Mason from the Masonic Temple. And I was like, woo, those boys fell on hard times if they're Uber driving. Well, the Shriners, they'll, you know, task rabbit your food to you. (laughs) Can't believe how many people in New York, I suppose any city, just, you know, everybody's doing seamless all these fucking things that are not seamless, by the way. There's always a hiccup. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's bad for restaurants. The people that are doing it don't make enough money to do it. And, yeah. they, and the fees and everything. It just, it is, and it's so, uh, dad talk, it's so unsafe in the city because people get together. I get it. They're like, yo, we got to make some dough. You and me hop on the back of the moped. You get out, grab the food. You get on the back of the moped. Yeah. I'll drive you to the place. You hop off. But it's like, oh my God. It's so gnarly just zipping around the city on those Two people well, on a also, moped. Like, it also isn't good for the consumer as a like because the more it becomes centralized, like I think we talked about it on I here. I think we did, yeah. The future of food, David Chang did a thing about it's on Hulu. The uh-huh. chef David Chang did a thing called Future of Food, and there was one episode about delivery services and ghost kitchens. Yeah. And it's in like cities like LA. Seamless just opened its own restaurant. Oh, yeah, you told me that. So yeah, when you yeah, order yeah. Seamless, they crush the algorithm, and they're like, oh, for this region, people order right. cheese sticks, spaghetti, and chicken fingers. So they create a kitchen that makes 10 things, and they just send it out so that you don't yeah. order from a mom-and-pop restaurant. So then it just becomes this monolithic thing up and down of, like... Yeah, it's garbage. Just, I dislike Seamless it makes fo- your food. I like the the thing I like about it is they do do they have a good search system if you're looking for a specific food, but then if you can call the place directly, which some oh, people sure. some places don't, they don't even want to deal mm-hmm. with you directly anymore. But um, ugh, fuck seamless. Anyways, shitty pad Thai from Indiana. Yeah, big surprise. <laughs> uh oh my god, and I got to get into it, Casey. I fake news this last week. Hard. Oh. Hard. Right. At least we put codifiers on it. Mm-hmm. But to all you listening, I thought about putting a pre on the last episode. I'm not going to do it because we did quantify that if what we were talking about last week was a bit. Was a bit. May just. Chef's kiss. Top of the hat. Tip of the tail to you. Because apparently... It had come to my attention. I was like, no fucking way. Some listeners got a hold of me. They're like, that devotional shit is a bit. It's under comedy on podcasts. And I was like, guys, you're not thinking like a Lutheran youth minister. (laughs) They wouldn't put a funny podcast, what they think is funny, under religion. Religion, They're comedians now. So I was like, that's Mm -hmm. a false flag. And then it gnawed on me. And I was like, let me look up expel youth ministries these guys have got podcasts they're connected can't find it let me look up wellspring church can't find it wait let me look up their actual podcast all right this is getting so they have a bunch of 
comments and reviews, mm-hmm. which is, again, why they get the Kaufman Award. Hey, this is jo- Josiah's dad. Just want to say we listened to the last episode of the podcast and really enjoyed it. And it's all these wow. comments like, wow, like I can't wait for the next episode. Different people talking about their faith. Sure. And and again, all you guys who They're probably listened to the last episode. Community. It's fantastic. And then you can't find anything about it. I'm like, is it real? Is it real? And then I find a little snippet and follow it to a local Cincinnati pop tech uh, record mm-hmm. label that said, congrats to these two guys, Dustin, and I should give them credit now, or I shouldn't be giving up the ghost here, actually. <laughs> right? Although they were quick to give it up to me, so. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't think about that, but I would like to have them on, actually, because I just, getting to it anyways, mm-hmm. and then I look them up, I'm like, oh, they're part of like a reggae dubstep spiritual band, and I was like... Well, that sounds like youth pastors to me. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So I keep zinging in both directions. Then I finally right. find a way to reach to him. I reach to the devotional on Instagram, find him, find him, send him messages. And I go, yo, you got to get back to me. Is this a bit? Hit me back. Just straightforward. Just comes back to me about 10 minutes later. Ha ha. Yes, it is. And then I'm going, no, no, but he could still be a youth pastor. And me yeah. asking, yeah, yeah. is the do thing a bit like? Yeah, right. sometimes yeah. we talk about Mountain Dew. Isn't it funny? We talk, it's like, is the jerking off thing and using the guy's name? And da, 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 da. and then he just, yeah, yeah, that's all. Like, that's a bit. And I was like, so good. top of the hat. You are yeah, man. fantastic. And I kind of left it at that instead of being like, we roasted you last episode because we didn't roast you. We paid your the ultimate homage to your characters because yeah. I did tell him I've never heard a better more perfect youth minute luther i just you you it was man did so well devotional podcast so sorry to the listeners but not and if you th- figured it out yourself good on you except for you Verno. Yeah. you're a real pain in my butt <laughs> non-stop just come on man give me a break we get it because i thought he was us. fucking with me i was like i can't yeah. my brain can't process all of this stuff because i I did super cuts. I'm listening to it, and it's like, is mm-hmm. my comedy trigger broken that I couldn't right. detect? It was just so clean. No, there was never right a on. moment of like where they broke. Yeah, exactly. Which is impressive because very, they clearly very. put a fucking shit ton of time into this gimmick. Yeah, I love it, and they committed to it, which is awesome. I love. But I can't imagine the it. amount of work. That went into it. I think it's great. I'm, uh, but, and the best part is it's to no ends. Yeah. You know really? what I mean? No. It's to no ends. Well, they can tell me. Sometime down the, sometime down the road, we'll talk to them, but I don't, the right, end result is promoting just like, their, they're not promoting sketch their music. Show they're, they're not promoting Joke nuts. Exactly. Exactly. They're not comedians, but they are. God bless them. Yeah. They are to me now. That's for sure. No, I do love the, the, it, it's it's i mean we always talk about wrestling but it's like kayfabe it's kayfabe it's like, that's exactly what i was they thinking. kept it up mm-hmm. and when you you answered them i i would assume they may not get asked like it must work so well or no one reaches out to them because they could have kept the, they could have strung you along i thought i but thought the they fact would do that, that he too just straight up because you sent me the screenshots and he was like yeah totally it's a bit Right. It's all comedy. So, wh- like, which means he doesn't hear that that much. Right. I don't know if I'm, I don't know which way I lean, though. 
I guess I'm I, they their characters. I was so disgusted. I guess I'm happy it's a bit, mm-hmm. but then I feel duped. But I'm happy to be duped because I love good kayfabe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They really strung me. They turned me inside out. Those sons of bitches. But we are the well perfect done. ones to bite on it. I don't think anybody else. It fits Cares so well in our, our Venn diagram of yes. sensibilities. Yes, that exactly. I think we wanted it to be true. Like it's, we're like Bigfoot hunters. It's like you said. It's as if we were sleeping, and this dream crawled, yeah. crept out of our ears and became a reality. Yeah, that's a good point. And the, anyway, I, whether it's, imp- it's improv or scripted, folks. it's so it's, it's great. Good because you they don't lean into the bit. To be fun, like they're never laughing at their own bit. It's never written for a laugh, which it is. Like we yeah. did the episode, "Healthy Ladies in Big Church," fucking funny as hell. Yeah, their bits get in my belly. All that stupid shit. That oh, all the it's, gross drinking. It's so fucking good. It's like because their references are the perfect reference. A tool mm-hmm. like they just they nailed it. I don't I don't need to beat a dead do yeah. here. Fucking A. Got me good. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. And then I'll shut up if you got something. About a USB cord going up a boy's penis. Um, <laughs> I have a theory that South Dakota, I was driving through the plains, mm-hmm. becoming wistful, thanking God I'm from no place else. I'm so happy yeah. to be from where I'm from. Because I really think that the Plains, South Dakota, is Tatooine. And we're all, especially when you see those turbines going, we're all moisture farmers, but we're all in this wild west. We're all these different aliens, kind of, with the squares in about the Larses and Amperus doing the work. But we're Mos Eisley. Watertown is Mos Eisley because I was thinking, I was like, we have all these friends, and I'm connecting with more on Instagram. I'm just like, God, they are so fucking artistic and talented and creative yeah. and just mind-blowingly so epic. Mm-hmm. Um, and could only come from the cauldron that is Watertown, yeah. the most Isleys. And I was like, New York's not weird because New Yorkers are weird. No New Yorkers are like, I gamble on dice and I throw dice against a, the cardboard street and I... Hit a ball with a stick. That's a new. That's the. That's yeah. the New York. I throw fish. I get my good fish here. I get my good meat here. We're New Yorkers. We're utilitarian because we gotta be. We're in close proximity. Yeah. No, no, no. The New York is weird because the aliens in Mos Eisley get jobs, and they go out to the places like L.A. and New York and become yeah. fixtures. New York is mm-hmm. not weird because of New York. New York is weird. Because of this basin in the middle of the country where the yeah. kooks go and s- big spider their way out. Sure. Like, yeah, that make, it well, gave me a different perspective on where like I'm from. It's like if you think about the, like, you know, like, why are the, there are so many prolific Canadian comedians? Mm, interesting. Like, yeah. we're just a few clicks south of that same disconnected rural i just think a lot of it is because we you like you were saying it is the 
Moss Eisley. It is the Tatooine. It is like the furthest place from anything we saw on television or movies. Right. Like the action. Just you just consume everything. Like mm-hmm. everywhere else is interesting to you. Sure. So you're like, oh, I need to learn about a little bit about this, a little bit about that, and a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Because it's like, I remember like moving to Minneapolis, but in particular New York, and you meet people that have been in New York for their lives, and they're like, we got it all the time. It was like, South Dakota, never heard of it, or never, you're the first person I met from right. there. Which is understandable, because it's a small place, and to send people out, we don't have a lot of people to right. send out. But it's just like, you guys have no idea right. where, where anywhere else looks or feels like. Mm-hmm. So you can't even conceive of like, you know, like having these crazy bonfires at an abandoned quarry or like finding an old farmhouse and lighting that, it on fire. Right. Like, so I think like, I think that is also part of it is like just that and not everybody, but anybody who has that spark or curiosity, it, it it's nice to come from seemingly the middle of fucking nowhere. Right, right. Because that's how all good stories start. It's like, well, this this little hobbit from a little hobbit hole who knew nothing <laughs> about nothing went on the greatest adventure of all time. Uh, so you have that yeah. constant, like, I think I could go on the greatest adventure of all time. It's think seek. that's ahead of you me. You can seek, right. Right. If I play my cards right and I keep searching, I because you it's interesting because I was doing on on um what goes from Sioux Falls to Watertown is that that's not I is that I twenty nine? Listen to me. I think is it's that I ninety? I think it's I twenty. One of the two. There's it's I twenty nine. I think so. You take I twenty nine, uh, north to Watertown from Sioux Falls, and I'm literally like, holy shit! I feel like I can because that's where my grandparents live. Mm-hmm. So. Lived in Crooks, Renner. Crooks slash Renner outside Sioux Falls. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just know the drive like the back of my hand, but it's been 20 years. So I'm looking out the oh, window yeah. and I'm like, fuck, I feel like I know that bush. Because all I could think about is how long an hour and a half drive is when you're a kid just trying to get home oh, yeah. to savor the last two hours you have before you have to go to school on Monday from visiting the grandparents. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, I'm just literally seeing the exact same stuff i'm like how strange that i remembered just looking out the window and just being like when i was going on the ride i was just like i don't want to see any of this sh-. like just seeing like tree i'm so fucking bored i can't get oh, to like yeah. just my my mind went back to like my mind at the time like fused back together and i was like that's the same tree it's that inspired that- me to leave <laughs> So, and no, it's but that's the same thing. As a dad, I'm like, greenest greens I ever seen. <laughs> it just makes you more sentimental. Yeah. But it's like I didn't ever commit the numbers of the highways or the exits or anything. Yes, that's so to memory. Funny so it. it's like when, like, it's exactly what you said. Like when I drive back to Ash and Harvey, that last stretch, there's been a few times where we've been really low on gas, and Ash is like, "How much longer do we have?" Like have to go and i don't know it because i know like oh mile marker 78 that means we got another 15 like i did like you did and i was like like read the land and was like (laughs) no it's you see that bend we go around that bend 
and then it, the exit's over there. And it's just like, what are you talking? Like, did you lick your finger and stick it out the window? But it, because you're right, like that, so little of that scenery has changed and it's just seared into your like bored brain when you yeah. you have no Game Boy and you have nothing else to read. Right. Because it's dark and your dad's not going to turn the so dome dark. light on for you. Oh, my Meg was like, we had to stop for Ruby to use the bathroom. Sometimes we'd been in the car for 11 hours. She's like, I have to pee mm-hmm. real bad. I don't. And we're like, <laughs> stop. But I was like, oh, if I did that to my old man, made a stop and didn't have to. I was like, Sioux Falls to Watertown. Meg, I'd never stopped to pee once. It was not allowed. It was just understood. Leland, that you door's better. locked. Uh, you are in. You are in. For the hour and a half. <laughs> it's a hard 90. I remember just going, if we're going 60 miles, this is how bored I was. All I could think about was if we're going 60 miles an hour and it takes that an means. hour and a half to go and he stays exactly at 60 miles an hour. That means that's one mile a minute. So I would just count them. Just count minutes. Oh my God. You counted <laughs> minutes. Yes. Oh my God. I used to yeah. do that too. I'd be like, well, if I count, to 120, and then that means two months. You know, like you just that. Here's do your how bad dumb kid I know math in your head. I overshot. I, I, we need to take a left on Ninth Avenue to get to my parents' house because we're between Ninth and Tenth Avenue. We took a left on Tenth Avenue. And she's like, "Why did we overshoot it?" I was like, "I don't know." I because my mind was always, always thinking about something else to memorize mm-hmm. the basics. Because oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. "So," oh, but sure. then the other thing is like, "All right, how long do we got to go?" Two and a half hours. All right, let me compute in my brain. Or no, let me let me get one. Or let me think. Two and a half hours. How long is Schindler's List? <laughs> Can I reimagine the entirety of a movie front to back? No, that's just how I dictate time, right? So I'd be like, yeah. Back to the oh, Future yeah. is 109 minutes. How long do we have to go? All right. I can sit through Back to the Future, no problem, and it's like a dream. So... Our trip home is just like one Back to the Future, and then I'd be like, "I'm gonna watch fucking." And then half an episode of Wings. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I'd be like, (laughs) "All right, all right." I sat. What's what's prime time? What's must see Thursday? You got John Silverman show. You got (laughs) Suddenly Susan, (laughs) Friends. It's I was like, "All right, that's two hours." Distract yourself into remembering what TGI. That's just how I remember. I'd be like, "Ruby, we got four hours to go. That's two good movies. What are two good movies?" Just teach her time. Just teach her time. <laughs> clock. Don't live your life by the cinema. Well, it's going to be, I don't know. How long's that cake? Eh, Two thirds of Citizen Kane. Then help me. I don't know how long fucking Citizen Kane is. It's hey, long. How many liters are in a gallon? I don't know. About two big, about two big slams of Dr. Pepper. Oh, you <laughs> fool. Who am I married to? And even if they can't speak your language, you're like, uh, how long is it going to be? And I'm like, well, Hans only stands movies. Uh, 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 just JFK. And you're like, two cassettes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you, then oh you have to break God, the time we're going to be late. Cassette. <laughs> Meg, we're going to miss the previews. We're not going to the movies. Just hurry up, all right? <laughs> just, I, I can't. We've been married too long for me to have to explain myself now. I equate time to movies and measurements of liquid to soda, soda. <laughs> and pounds and a baked 
Oh, I can't even fucking finish the joke. Fuck it. Bars of gold. Imaginary <laughs> bars of gold. That's my weight because gold is heavy. It's heavier but than it's chocolate think. inside, so. Oh, it's how, not like as much as gold is. How visceral is it in a movie when they show how soft gold is? Or when you hear about yeah. they're in the Black Hills and they're like, they were scooping it out with Take a spoon. Scoop and peer go. I'm like, oh, what is it? Like butter? <laughs> Is it like a food soft gold? It's because we were locked in basements as chilled, like simpletons. It's like, just give him a movie and I don't know. Can I bite into that gold bar? <sighs> he writes good and cold on my teeth. City slickers and gold with a big pen. Is that how soft gold is? Because it looks City hard. Slickers, that's right. Was that two? That's Curly's gold. Curly's gold. Or was gold. That... Yeah, that's two. John Lovitz came in for. Bruno? Yeah. Did they just Bruno cut Kirby. Bruno out? Rest I, in peace, no, Bruno he Kirby. he died, I believe. No, he died way after Curly's. Curly's I was pre-Brasco. Well, yeah. I, mean, I watched it after he died. I think the last thing he was in, which is always sad when you see the last thing something's in, was an episode of Entourage. Oh. Yeah. And you knew he was sick then, so it's like, a dead man pretend to play the producer of Shrek. <laughs> producer of Shrek. Uh, entourage. Um, <sighs> what do you think? I think yeah, I got us cooking a little late. Um, met a beautiful man who lived in a hotel. Motel. Sorry, Mo- motel. That's different. Big difference, isn't it? Mo means he gets some sun. Hotel means you're. Howard Hughes. What do you think? 90% of men that live in motels, Vietnam vets? Is that generous? <laughs> Ooh, I, th- I think a good section now. I loved this guy. He's talkative. Mean. Yeah. But he had been living in the motel so long in Allentown, Pennsylvania. He'd been living Ooh, in the motel so that's long. That's a good motel living town. That the motel was his home and you were his guests. Sweetest man ever. So he came out. So all the hotel's amenities were your amenities, his amenities. So he's like, when we're leaving, he's like, hey, 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 don't leave too soon now. Continental breakfast is down there, and you better not be leaving hungry. We got waffles. Make your own waffles. We got juices, coffees, anything you need. So I don't want to hear you left hungry. And I was like, oh, that sweet old man thinks he made us breakfast. Yes. Had a dog and a cross earring. Um, and wanted an autograph from Meg, which is very sweet. She must. That's she's nice. too much like Ron Bon Jovi, though. She, <laughs> I don't have a pen. <laughs> I have a pen. I'll send you a QR code. What does that do for me? I got a QR code from Ron Bon Jovi. It just takes me to a GIF. Uh, a GIF of uh, Jilly Bowles. Um <laughs> Coming here in Allentown. What the fuck were you doing in Allentown? That's always what I think when I hear that song. I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing? Nobody wants Billy Joel in their town anyway. Cool to see his show, but you don't want to be like him to be like, what are you guys doing after? Be like, oh, no. we got school in the morning. And... <laughs> Cause you just know Sorry, it. Billy Joel, I got school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That's all there is to do in Allentown. You go to school. You work at the school? Ah, since that mine closed, it's all school. 
He's like, is it a good school? Should I go check it out tomorrow with you? I'd be like, all right, I lied. I haven't been in school. What's that? <laughs> What's that part? It's like uh, uh, John Candy and Planes, Trains. I haven't been to school in three years. <laughs> I should think do, so. You're, you're 45. Do, do. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joel brings you home for turkey dinner. I feel like Billy Joel has a few too many Thanksgivings a Ooh. year. He likes to load it up like he gets three. He he maybe he's like guys. I know like I know you've been busy, and you haven't gotten back to me. But get this, Thanksgiving in July, huh? <laughs> huh? I'll get the bird going. I'll pay some. I'll pay some hooers to play football in the yard in the pool. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I got two oh, of the Thanksgiving in July. That's perfect. It's a Billy Joel, which thing. is such a funny. He does look like a, he's a big Thanksgiving guy. Oh, the big he, the biggest. He Can't looks wait. like he likes to fall asleep in front of the boob tube. Sure, in nothing a wrong big with that. Chair. He has a, he double. He, he doesn't. He's got an ex. He's got a big plate. He doesn't take two helpings. He's got a big. He plate. just takes the the monster, and he's the guy that gives you the elbow. He goes, amateur. You gotta get a big plate. <laughs> All right. Now pass Uncle me the amps. <laughs> oh, not a single vegetable <laughs> hits that except for potatoes. Is potatoes, flatbread, and turkey. Nothing I don't know. Ask rolls. Billy Joel. It's just ground sausage. Oh, oh, his stuffing is just bratwurst. Just brat- there's skin stuffed with meat. <laughs> Pass it, Elton. Play for me, Elton. As he eats a goose. He eats a, a wriggly. Bratwurst, like a thing, a cluster of grapes. <laughs> Play for oh, me, Elton. He sucks Play the meat me. out of the casing. It's 105 degrees out because it's July. In Long Island. It's like, why are we eating all this bread and starch? Oh, is Billy Joel, is his real name like Billy, Billy the Hat? Or I can't think of an Italian. Joel doesn't go Italian easy. Billy Joel Esky. Billy Joel, you know, the big Sunday Italian dinner. Yeah. Or is he what? Is he oh, yeah. Irish? What is Billy uh, Joel? I don't know. Is he a Jersey guy or is he a city guy? He's Long Island. Oh, Long, Long Island, Island Lolita, Jolita. Trademark Lolita. Long Island Jolita. Oh my God. It's so that you'd been, now that we're talking about rock stars, you mentioned Bon Jovi earlier or Ron Hovey. Yeah. I don't for give whatever him a plug reason. Here. There was a photo on a thread. It was, it was when Str- the new Stranger Things came out, and it yeah. was like Miley Bobby Brown on the red carpet mm-hmm. with her boyfriend, and they had his oh, name yeah. under it. And I was like, "Got a goddamn Russian oligarch on the line, mm-hmm. Hollywood." And then, because I, I read the name, and was like, "Fucking alphabet soup to this guy." <laughs> and then I read further. It's just Bon Jovi's son. Oh, yeah. It's just spelled the actual way that I assume that they signed it when they came to America. It, isn't it like John Bovid, Bo, John Bon Jovovich or something? It, or, it is. If you like. Oh, Bonavajovi or something. Yeah. It's if together, you read right? it the way a normal person would read it, it wouldn't sound like a uh, fucking Merlin's brother. <laughs> but it's Bon Jovi, right? Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just Bon Jovi, but there's like a G in it. So I was like, a G? What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> bon Jovi. Yeah, so you don't pause. Bon Jovi. There's yeah, no it break very in Italian. It. So what's Billy Joel then? Don't don't skirt the subject. 
I don't know. I'm was trying to think of it. Oh, he's a hard Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. He's from the Netherlands. Ugh. Jovi hits. He doesn't hit Amsterdam. He hits whatever sad cities from the downs. He's like, only an amateur goes to Amateursdam. <laughs> I go to Frankster. And they're like, oh, fuck. Comes Billy. Oh, great. Nothing but bratwurst for days. Ugh. Yeah, the only person licking their chops is the meat maker. Oh, don't get him started on the Danes. Oh, Oof. maybe he's Danish. He's from the low country. He's got two first names. Oh, maybe that's it. He's like Billy Joel. Some crazy Dutch name. Insert crazy Dutch name here. I'll do it after the fact, <laughs> I guess. Because I can't think of a Dutch name. I don't even know. I can't either. Scratch? I have a Dutch name, but it's nothing crazy. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's just like Bon Jovi. It's so you two have words, Van Bruyger. I can't think of the paintings. There's always Van Gerger, Van Bruyger, Bruyglen. William Joel Rembrandt. Ah. Uh, Joel Brandt. <laughs> Joel Brandt. He paints a beautiful stroke and he does nothing but sing about lobsters and lemons. <laughs> Sitting, eating lobster Lob- in Allentown. <laughs> Sucking on a lemon in PA. <laughs> nothing. Trying to avoid the DEA. They painted lobsters and lemons because that represented wealth. Use your imagination then. Enjoy. (laughs) They just let these lobsters rot as it took them days and days to paint. Just paint a fucking demon. Oh, you know he didn't get to eat it. They had a goon in there that were like, Rembrandt! Oh, hit his hands. Knocked his knuckles. Fucking Billy Club. Yeah. You'll get your pay when you're done painting. His teeth are just falling out. Enjoy this hog bone. You know what would be a funny Rembrandt painting? Is if you had the lobster and the lemon, but you put that classic Tropicana advertising there, the striped straw in the lemon, <laughs> suck it out. I was always like, are they really getting juice out of that orange? I want to <laughs> so do delicious. that. And then it didn't do me any better when the Ginsu knives came with those just scam juicers where you just uh. stick it in there. Right? You stick it in there oh, like yeah. a... Oh, yeah. And then you just press it... the orange. Fullest cup of juice oh, I ever saw. Man. You try it yourself. Nothing. Unless just... That's a Joel Brandt right there. That's <laughs> it a, a riches of... <laughs> no, put it. Put a pour spout in a grapefruit and just <laughs> squeeze it real hard. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Go back to the, the idiot, planes though. with you. That's, no, I a... did too. I thought they were magical. Because... <laughs> I mean, nothing fresh squeezed. All we had was, uh, you probably were a tear up, but our juice came from the freezer. Mixed oh, yeah, the water. frozen cans, yeah. You ever take a bite out of the concentrate? Oh, yeah. One, one spoon for me, one spoon for the pitcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. You Maybe throw a little five alive in there. Orange, though. Dad gets a drink of that juice and it's too juicy. He's putting two extra <laughs> things of water in there. <laughs> We gotta make this last. Oh yeah, nothing the, beats a thin frozen OJ. The wettest juice you ever had. Ah, fish could survive in that juice. This poor person Gatorade, yum. Mm. But then you learn if you take, you buy a tang, you make the juice, add a couple scoops of water, only one scoop extra tang. Oh yeah, it's back to juice mode. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally got the no more Kool Aid in this house for any of you. Because it was like, dad comes home from work, makes his goulash sandwich, and like pours a tall glass of Kool-Aid, and it's just sugar. Spoon would have sat straight up, and it's <laughs> yeah. so sweet. 
That's fifty dollars worth of sugar. That was the thing. We're like, but no, it's only five cents. <laughs> you That's don't get stores. math. Now go watch Schindler's List. And by that I mean go mow the lawn. Right. But you're in your head, you're for two Schindler's, Schindler's List. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm taking away your uh, monopoly privileges. <laughs> I'm out of it. I'm out of. I'm out of. That meant I'm taking away your TV <laughs> privileges, but TV to me is board games because I was so poor. Nothing but thin potatoes and thin juice. <laughs> Propped up a board inside the TV. You may stare at Candyland for an hour before <laughs> bed. <laughs> oh, man. I just got hungry for a box of imitate uh, potato flakes. That was like my Ooh. treat. Come home, make what some are those Idaho Jacks potatoes. or whatever. It's I- yeah, Idaho or we had Utah Tonys. But... Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Utah Tonys. Ooh, that box at last. And oh, you could yeah. wash your wash with it. You don't make it with milk or butter. You make it with oil and water, baby. <laughs> yeah, just extra oil. Oh, man. All right. Okay, well, I su- there's nothing. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I can't. That's an hour, and an hour in our world would be. Well, we're at about uh, a hot, a solid Captain Ron. And uh, <laughs> thank you uh, very much. I was like, he's not <laughs> catching what I'm throwing down, but you were catching way more <laughs> where I'm throwing down. That's a Ron, a Captain Ron, and and one short of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, well, Captain Ron, if you're watching the, if you have to do a rewind first because some asshole didn't rewind your VHS, uh, right. and you watch the Pepsi commercial at the beginning with the two kids skateboarding, got a Pepsi for me, yeah, <laughs> which was Home Alone, <laughs> yeah, not right. Captain Ron. And let's see what a, what a Captain Ron trailer would have been. I feel like it would have had one of those box sets, like maybe it had a trailer for. All of the oh, little Debbies, right. or who was that actress? Shirley Temples. Oh, Shirley Temples. Yeah, like they were opening the vault, we're, and now share a twenty-eight your cause... love of Shirley with your Shirleys, and it's like <laughs> crying. And then if you go back, watch it. It's very questionable scenery of just mm. little girl always working for a rich guy, always working for a rich guy, but she was always one up on the help. Yeah. <laughs> No thanks. No thanks, Shirley Temple. She's out. Listed. Canceled. I'm going to go dance on her grave. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I'm sure she's dead, right? All right. Yeah, it's been a while. She oh, was really? an ambassador first, though. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Look it up. What state? Uh, <laughs> California. She was an ambassador to a she was a, a senator. She was a senator from California, and then I think Reagan made her the ambassador to, like, Thailand or something. Oh, that's a good one. It's Shirley Temple Black. Ah. She went by. I suppose if you're Thailand, you're pretty stoked, because usually you just get some asshole. But if you're, like, Right, it wasn't, like, China or... It may have been China. It was, like, not a forefront. It was, like, cook. You're, like, thanks for the... I get to go to an exotic locale. China's a pretty big job, ambassador. Not that she, nah, she doesn't the 80s. know her shit. Oh, 80s China? Forget it. Yeah. We're not talking modern not, China. Modern China's meeting with Putin tomorrow. Oh, hello. Hello. And no temple there to 
to cool the tempers. Cooler heads. Cooler heads prevail as she tap, 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 tap. We're all going to die. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah.